Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host. And today we will be discussing the book of Mark. And happy Thursday, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen. Just to let you guys know, my YouTube channel is now up and running. So definitely go to it and subscribe to it. YouTube is a really exciting uh, new thing that I'm going to be doing. And I'm hoping to actually grow the YouTube channel and not just put my podcast on it, though that's going to be the main thing that I do. But I'd love to actually provide video content for you guys as well. uh, Doing some, um, you know, I don't know something. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Now, that won't be till the future, but I'm going to be getting hopefully a really nice camera to start actually making YouTube videos. I might go live there and actually try to grow my YouTube channel, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. But definitely go to the link I will provide in the show notes of this podcast episode to navigate over to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. And uh, not only will you be getting, first and foremost, the content of the podcast on that as well, but um, it'll be a great place where you can share the episodes and eventually I will be doing some video content on there as well. So I definitely think it's worth it to subscribe for you guys, even though you may have heard some of the podcast episodes that I'm currently uh, putting out there right now, it's it's going to be good for the future when I start uh, really doing some interesting video content. But anyway, let's go ahead and talk about Mark chapter 10 verses 32 through 41. As I always do, I'll be reading out the WEB version of the Bible, but please feel free to uh, read out of the version you prefer to read out of. Grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea, and let's go ahead and jump right into scripture. They were on the way going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going in front of them, and they were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. He again took the twelve and began to tell them the things that were going to happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes. They will condemn him to death and will deliver him to the Gentiles. They will mock him, spit on him, scourge him, and kill him. On the third day he will rise again. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came near to him, saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we will ask. He said to them, What do you want me to do for you? They said, Grant us this, that we may sit, one at your right hand and one at your left hand, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, We are able. Jesus said to them, You shall indeed drink the cup that I drink, and you shall be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit at my right hand and at my left hand is not mine to give, for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard it, they began to be indignant toward James and John. Verse 32 starts off by saying that the disciples were following Jesus. So Jesus is literally walking into Jerusalem and the disciples are, you know, walking behind him. And it says here that they were actually amazed and afraid while looking at Jesus. So I I almost am curious about what that might mean, because, you know, maybe Jesus was just so amazing himself that the disciples behind him were amazed at him. We saw that, um, 
a few times, actually, when Jesus was actually coming down from the mountain after his transfiguration, the entire crowd of people were amazed when they saw Jesus. So, uh, and, you know, just Jesus himself was an amazing guy. You know, he would do miracles and heal people and do all sorts of different things, amazing things that uh, people couldn't do. So, of course, Jesus was an amazing kind of person. So I almost wonder if the disciples were were amazed in that sort of sense at just Jesus's amazingness. (laughs) But it also says that they were afraid. So this is coming into almost Jesus's last bit of life here on earth. Jesus is almost finished with his ministry. He's going into Jerusalem right now for the Passover. This is where he is going to die. This is his last kind of hurrah with his disciples before he is killed and put on the cross and uh, rises again after three days. So this is his last little bit. And at this point, he has been telling his disciples everything that was going to happen to him. So it's possible that the reason they were amazed and fearful at the same time was because they heard all the stories of what was going to happen to Jesus, though they didn't fully understand them. They heard and maybe were afraid about what was going to happen when they go into Jerusalem and maybe amazed that Jesus was still like boldly going into Jerusalem after saying all this stuff. But I don't know, because we see the next uh, story here, James and John come up to Jesus and they still don't understand everything that Jesus is saying. So I do wonder what was going through the disciples' minds when they were both afraid and amazed um, at Jesus here. But anyway, it says here that after they were amazed and afraid, he's, he gathers them together and he starts talking to them and he reiterates everything that he had been saying to his disciples. He's basically saying the exact same story that he was going to be killed and that he was going to be um, delivered to the chief priests and to the scribes. He was going to be condemned to death. He was going to die. He was going to uh, be mocked and spit on and scourged. And then he will rise again after he is dead for three days. So he's telling his disciples all this, but clearly they do not understand still what is happening. It says that Jesus was actually speaking very plainly to his disciples. He was literally telling them the future, but they were afraid. They didn't understand. They, they were still stuck on this concept that Jesus was going to be like this deliver, like this political deliverer guy that was going to save them from Rome. They didn't understand that Jesus was not that guy. He was going to be a spiritual deliverer that was going to save them from their sins. They just didn't understand. So, We see that they didn't understand because it says here that James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came near to him asking, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we will ask. (laughs) It's kind of nervy, isn't it? They go up to Jesus and they're just like, we want you to do this for us. They don't ask him really. And it's actually funny because it says in Matthew, I think we talked about this before, where it was actually... um, James and John's mother was with them as well. So the mother was also asking Jesus to do this favor for her sons. Uh, But then Jesus responds to James and John. He's like, what do you want me to do for you? So, of course, he, he already knew. And as usual, Jesus is asking a question so that they uh, think about what they're asking. And on top of this, they have to publicly declare it to all the other disciples that are standing there, probably listening to this entire conversation. 
So they say, they're like, grant us that we may sit one at your right hand and one at your left hand in your glory. So this just proves right here that they have no clue anything Jesus was just discussing with them about his death and resurrection. They still believe that he is going to be this political conqueror that's going to be their king. And he, you know, he's going to set up offices or whatever. And, you know, the right hand and the left hand back in biblical times, those would be the positions of honor. And they wanted to be two brothers, one at Jesus's left hand side and one at his right hand side. So they wanted to have like the, of course, Jesus would be the king, but they wanted to have like positions of honor next to Jesus. And I can imagine the disciples were so angry. And this is probably a continuation of everything that was going on with the disciples as well. The disciples had been having these kinds of arguments and conversations with each other where Jesus was like correcting them over it. But clearly they just didn't understand what was going on. Like they were still having these kinds of arguments about who is going to be the greatest, who is going to be the best, who is going, going to sit at Jesus's right and left hand, who is going to do this or that. They didn't get it. And so clearly James and John and, um, you know, their mother didn't understand this either. So Jesus says in verse 38 to his uh, two disciples, he's like, you have no clue what you are asking me. <laughs> And that's very true. They didn't have any clue what they were asking. They were expecting this like kind of earthly king, you know, like I said, this political conqueror. But Jesus, you know, his kingdom, when it comes, it's going to be very, very different. And his kingdom, yes, in a way it came, but it's still going to come. Like Jesus with his kingdom is going to come again and he's going to set up a whole new world and all sorts of different things. And we'll talk about that when we get to the book of Revelation and even the book of Daniel a little bit, which are both at the end of everything. So Daniel is almost at the very end of the Old Testament. And then uh, Revelation is literally the last book in the Bible. So we'll discuss that way later. So anyway, it says that Jesus, Jesus is like, okay, you have no clue what you're asking. <laughs> you don't know. And so he says, are you able to suffer in the same way that I'm going to suffer. Are you able to do this? And he's asking this because Jesus even says that the first will be last and the last will be first. Jesus suffered a horrific death. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys listened to the episode I did in Matthew about the torture that was the cross. I mean, that, that episode messed me up personally. I was like, holy crap, like Jesus went through some horrific, horrific stuff that I didn't even understand until I researched the, uh, the, the suffering that went on with, um, you know, crucifixion. But anyway, Jesus is asking his disciples, are you able to suffer the same way? Because I am clearly going to be the last out of everybody and suffer this horrific kind of persecution and, and death. Are you able to do the same thing? Because that is how you are going to gain these p positions of honor. I mean, Jesus already had described several times about the little children. They were the ones that were, you know, <laughs> the disciples had to become like little children in order to gain these positions of honor. They had to be the least, you know, because children were considered practically slaves back in those days, you know. And But anyway, this is Jesus's point with this. So he asks them, are you able to suffer the same way I'm going to suffer? And so the disciples are like, of course we are. We are totally willing and we're going to do that. And so Jesus says to them, you shall indeed 
suffer the same kind of persecutions, I will. But to sit at my right hand and at my left hand is not mine to give, but it's for who the Father chooses, basically. So I'd like to to talk about this a little bit. So actually, James was the one of the first disciples to get martyred. Actually, I think he was the first. He was uh, martyred in Acts chapter 12 or 13, I think. So he was the first of the 12 disciples to be martyred. And I mean, that is, you know, that's not exactly fun. So yes, he suffered along with Jesus. And then John, who is supposed to have written uh, the fourth gospel, which is the gospel of John, and then obviously first and second John, and then possibly even revelations. He was, I mean, there's so many stories about the kind of suffering that John went through. Though uh, it's not stated in scripture that he was martyred. And in fact, many people believe that he was one of the few disciples that actually didn't get martyred. And some people even think that he was like (laughs) raptured almost like he was uh, just caught up into heaven, kind of like Enoch and um, oh gosh, what was the other guy that got caught up into heaven? Oh my goodness. It was a prophet. I forget his name. It was Elijah. That's what it was. Elijah and Enoch both got like caught up into heaven and people think John did as well because it's something that Jesus says in the book of John actually. But there's so many stories involving John about some persecutions he went through from early church documents and stuff. One thing even says that he was like boiled alive in like a vat of oil and he survived it. I don't know. I mean, that's not mentioned in scripture or not, but you know, I mean, there's, there's stories about the sufferings that John went through, but in the book of Revelations, if that is the same John, he was actually um, banished and was sent to like live alone. And that's how he ended up writing the book of Revelation. Jesus came down to him and gave him like a prophetic vision of the future. But yeah, I mean, they did end up suffering the same way Jesus did. But Jesus basically says like, yeah, you're going to be suffering like me, but I can't say that you're going to be sitting on my right and left hand. That's only for the people who it's been appointed to basically by the father. It says here in verse 41 that when the disciples heard Jesus say this stuff, they began to be indignant towards James and John. So they became angry because Jesus did say, in fact, that they were going to suffer along with Jesus. I don't understand why they would become indignant over that. But they did become indignant and they were not too happy with James and John for asking, uh, you know, for this position of honor when they all wanted it. So they were not too happy about that. But anyway, friends and faithful listeners, this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but I think that's okay. This was Mark chapter 10 verses 32 through 41. Once again, go to my YouTube channel uh, and I will drop a link to that in the bio of this podcast episode so you can subscribe to the the, uh, YouTube channel. But also go to my website, www.p40ministries.com and subscribe to that as well because I do send out emails every once in a while about new things that are happening. And um, I haven't been doing my blog recently. And I honestly, I probably won't start that up unless I find more time to do it. But I'm still looking for um, guest bloggers. Anybody that wants to submit something can go to my website and submit a blog post. And possibly you might get your um, article featured on the P40 Ministries blog. But friends and faithful listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your Thursday. Happy listening and God bless.